Yo, what up, what up? From Hypebeast Radio, I'm Manning, and this is Mike Line, a show that looks to discover the origin story of your favorite artist or major player in the music industry. We ask the questions that you always wanted to get answered, and you never know who may pop by. For the episode of Mike Line, we talked to Cole, Brian, and Regina about what constitutes a song of the summer candidate, our favorite projects of the year so far, and a ton more. Welcome to Mike Line. All right, this is Mike Line. This is the season premiere, season four. This is something that me and my producer, Christina, who's over here on my left, uh, we talked about, and something with Jeff, we all talked about with Jeff Staples, who's head of Everything Podcast with Hypebeast. We were like, let's start the music podcast with a round table. We did one last year, last season, and it went really well. Um, got a lot of reactions. So we were like, yeah, let's start the season and end the season with round tables, just because, you know, I love talking music. So my name is Manny. Um, and I have three wonderful guests, um, and I'll let them introduce themselves. Um, what's up? I'm Regina. I'm a music journalist with bylines in places like Billboard, Genius, Hot 97. I mostly, st- I love all music, of course, but in recent years, I've stuck to more like hip hop and R&B stuff. So if you hear me, you know, I have a little bias in that today. That's why. But yeah, I'm excited to talk music. Uh, my name is Cole Kushna. I'm the creator and host of the Dissect podcast, which is on Spotify. Um, and just a, a brief explanation of what Dissect is. Every season of Dissect, I pick one album, and every episode of that season, I dissect the music and lyrics of one song. So thanks for having me. My name is Brian Joseph. I'm a weekend editor at Complex. And my work has been found at uh, Pitchfork, Steelgum, uh, GQ, Billboard, Entertainment Weekly, and few others, but I don't want to take too much of your time. I wanted all, all three of y'all to come here because um, y'all all have very uh, different tastes in music, all have different backgrounds. Cole, like I've been listening to your podcast since the Kanye one, and I was like instantly shared it with like, my whole, all my friends. Like, oh, sick. this is amazing. I've never seen, heard, or listened to a deep dive like this before. So when the opportunity came up, I was like, oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so I think we want to talk about, I'm always in discussion for the last, I want to say two, three weeks, um, especially with summer now officially starting um, last, what was it, last Saturday. Um, what is the song of the summer? I'm honestly not sure. I feel like this is the first time where I'm just like, have like a straight list like okay yeah this okay yeah that definitely this like i think god's plan came out around this time mm-hmm. and so that was just like yeah this is clearly the biggest song right now uh i think the closest thing maybe is act up by city girls but then i'm just like that was more like a spring break type of yeah. moment in my opinion yeah so i'm like i'm not sure if that's a song in the summer so i'm just like open up to, the, to everyone like what's a song you think personally for you is like this will be played every day during my summer and then stuff that you hear um from outside of um your, your circle at parties whatever well before we jump in i would curious to know what you guys the criteria of song of the summer for oh, is yeah, for you guys i was thinking um is it like what do you think that like is objectively gonna be the song of the summer or like what you think deserves to be the song of the so summer that's what i'm curious about i'm curious about i'm always curious about like what person do you think of because i think there's songs that like that's going to be played i'm always I, like you're going to hear so, certain songs played everywhere you go to i'm very curious about like what is like you're playing with your friends or in the house and you're mm-hmm. like yeah this is my song so i want to start off with that and then we can go to like, all right, let's talk about what do you think will essentially get the party started. 
Hmm, that's an interesting concept because I think about a lot of songs that I'd play, but it would like necessarily be everywhere. Let's say um, Paper Cardi is Kid Cudi with mm-hmm. Young Nudie. It's like, it should be these songs you hear everywhere, but it leaked. So by nature, it can't like, it's because it's such a fire. Everything's about his fire, but you, it won't hit the billboard because oh. it won't. That song will be a top 10 song if it officially leaked. Exactly. And then I kind of... Was asked, I was asked around about it, and they wouldn't give me a straight explanation, but which is a typical music business stuff. Yeah. Um, but that song is amazing. And mm-hmm. I was just like, damn, if that was a song, like how big would Nudie be right now? Cardi, would Cardi album be coming out sooner? But yeah, I think, yeah, Pissy Pamer, Kick Cardi, I think that's definitely uh, a favorite. Mm-hmm. Also stuff from Solange's album too, like you pick um, Ben's Almeida, um, if I'm pronouncing it right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> When you listen to the song, they like say "sun," in a sense, but like structurally, it doesn't have like that bit a bit of flair that you'd want in like something that hit like the top ten or whatever. Yeah. But like when you hear like Ben's, you just feel like joy. It's like you're here. Yeah. You know. I think that's what my definition of a song or the summer quote unquote is. It's just like something that makes you happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's mm-hmm. just like whatever situation you're just, wow, yeah, total mood, total mood change. Um, like so, to your point, you mentioned God's plan. Yeah. You, you, even though it came out like what, like maybe like winter, springish. Mm-hmm. When you even if you don't think it's Drake's best song, you mean you think like if it feels like a breath of fresh air, you refreshed, yeah. like you're drinking like I don't know a pina colada. Yeah, <laughs> that's what happened with Bodak Yellow, and that's why that was like undisputed, like the song of summer before that. Mm-hmm. So like, I agree that like like we don't have that yet, where it's like okay, like this is a song of summer, so it's very up in the air right now. But my pick right now would be. Do you guys know Coffee, the yes. Jamaican mm-hmm. artist? She has Toast. That is that feel-good thing that a song of Toast the summer really should good. be. And it came out, as you were saying, like in like November. Like They don't have to come out like, what's the first day of summer? Like June 20-something. Yeah. I feel like um, it's still around. And when you're at, like, when you're out brunching or like partying, I always hear that song. And everyone, it gets like everyone so happy. So seeing that happen is like really interesting because i remember it immediately when toast came out because i got the email mm-hmm. and i was like i have no idea who this is and so i was like let me just let me check it let me check it out and i remember listening to it and i was like this song is incredible and i was thinking like it came out this is like this is like you said, i think it was november december and i'm just like man this song is incredible like this would sound really great and perfect weather so then i'm watching it and like i'm starting to hear it in different places like i'm mm-hmm. starting to hear it and like do, like friends groups who are like are so far removed in music i'm just like wait like how did you know this and I'm like oh i just saw it on youtube oh i just saw it on social media or twitter and so i'm just always curious of like how that like a song just lasts for this long but yeah to me well i don't know if this is a new development i guess with like social media and stuff but like last year's song in the summer was like drake's um was the one with the dance? Uh, um, always, in my feelings. Yeah, in my yeah. feelings. Which, like, <laughs> to me, was like kind of a sleeper on, or got kind of got lost in the views, yeah. twenty-five tracks or whatever. And then when I feel like that the dance part of it, the social, the social aspect, really propelled it to be last year's song of the summer. Yeah, I think that's like the consensus one, not my personal one. But yeah. I'm kind of waiting for, like, in terms of the consensus side of this discussion i'm kind of waiting for that cultural moment to develop totally so i haven't really seen it yet i don't know if you guys have anything in mind but i i just personally haven't seen that moment yet 
you mean like more of like it's taking over like social and like culture yeah like if you if you hear it everywhere i feel like you're gonna have to hear it on social somehow mm-hmm. um nowadays and and i think last year really kind of crystallized that with drake yeah because uh, like last year it was like kind of a competition between cardi uh cardi b um uh what was uh what was that big song it was a sample uh i know you're talking about um it's not how I like it like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I had like the nostalgia like, sample, it, like very much had so. the, like the Latin vibes and feel good. But once the viral thing went with in my feelings, um, that kind of overtook it. So I don't think we have the song of the summer yet. But I guess my personal one would probably be um, something from uh, Ventura from Anderson mm. Pack. Oh, oh. Yeah. Like the whole the whole album is summer to me. Like from start make to finish, make it better with make it better is like oh my, my favorite God. on that. But also King James is King James really is good. good. Uh, the song with Brandy, I, I listen to all Jet Black. Mm, yeah, I yeah, listen yeah. to that. I'm a huge Brandy fan, and so when I hear that, I was like, oh wow, this definitely reminds me of like when I'm a kid and just like bumping Full Moon or something like that. Uh, yeah, but I definitely I'm not. I'm thinking about it. I'm not sure. If there's a song or there's anything even close to being that consensus pick, I'm yeah. really thinking like you, I feel like we're in the time where everyone's kind of lobbing their singles to like yeah. to make like how it. words are we not like yeah. I think this one deserves to like yeah be it, but or like just just in like artists releasing singles right now that are you know very summery like mm-hmm. like I have a feeling that either Drake or Rihanna, they're going to swoop in and do that and Rihanna, get the song. I, I, yeah. I, I have a feeling, I have like, I feel it that she's coming. I just like, we're like seeing her more lately. Yeah. Like she's doing some interviews lately. So I don't know. She has something up her sleeve. So and I feel like that's what the people want too. So I don't mind that. Because like the, I feel like the people that you think would have the song summer kind of like let us down. Mm. And DJ Khaled, not a good, oh. not a good year for him. Yeah. Right? I feel like he was There's so sure he had literally 10 options to become Song of Summer and people weren't like picking it up like the mm. public. <laughs> I'm so surprised because like when I would listen to the album, I would just, I don't know, it just didn't, like the last project, I you knew for a fact. Once you heard um, exactly uh, Rihanna, Bryson Tiller, one the combination, yeah. I was like, never thought they would, Meet it. Yeah. never thought they would get together. But then it sounded so good. You were like, yeah, this is, that's it. Yeah. Like and he, you're like, that's what DJ Khaled does. Yeah. But then on this album, he got, it could not get any bigger. He got the biggest names you could get. <laughs> and still like, which one is the yeah. song of the summer? Like, yeah, I think, yeah. yeah. It's like when a, like a super team in the NBA fails or something. Right? <laughs> Seriously. Like, yeah, they got the most talent, but it's they just like, couldn't put it together. What just happened? Yeah, what just yeah. happened there? You know what's crazy? I was thinking about the Lakers team back in the day when Gary Payton and Carmelo Cal- came yeah. on. And you just watch him like I was just about to say that. You're yeah. watching him like, oh, this is bad basketball. <laughs> <laughs> but like how? Yeah. Like scientifically, how did that yeah. happen? It's I don't know, maybe just too much. Maybe yeah. just too much. And I'm gonna DJ Khaled, like you said, one of the biggest disappointments is um Lil Nas X. I feel like people <gasps> but, I feel like people was saying he was about to, he was gonna make like a great album, but you thought he'd make like another banger. I like Benini though. I like Benini's Benini. video, but it's like a little bit too cutesy for me, you know? Really? Like I don't, I like it. It's like I can't imagine that at a kickback. Yeah. Panini. I can, I guess. But so why does it? Why is that your criteria? Like it has to be good at a kickback. I thought we were talking about bangers right now. Yeah, I think he's. Just, I think he's saying it's like he expected another. I guess huge hit. Mm. Do you I. not like the song, or you just think it wasn't big enough to follow up Old Town Road? No, I just don't like the song, <laughs> and it's <laughs> no, like. I don't like and to that to your point with Old Town Road is like it's I feel like it's kinda of slowing down a little bit. Of course. The Old yeah. Town Road is I don't know. It's just, oh, wait, it's just actually, a swap week. 
I, I, I think it's probably going to do 13. Yeah, no 13. other. We're saying it's slowing down, but it's still like number one. Like, <laughs> it is, but I feel like like 14th week is gonna drop off. But I feel like the f- I feel like what, with that is like um, with Old Town Road, you expected like follow up with like a, a song that's like kind of half as good as energetic as Old Town Road. But now it's like you look at Nas X is like, are you are you a little bit of a fraud? A little bit. I feel like he's in the. It's like. Yeah. The success is awesome, you know. That the songs obviously, uh, like you know, yeah. undeniable. Yeah. But you know, you saw this with like Panda and Designer, where it's right. like the song gets so big it's that so like, how is anyone gonna live up to to that that as their first hit? Yeah, I was about to Party's say Cardi did it. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. That's what everyone was thinking. They were like, how could you even follow this up? And she and did. it took her a long time. Like, it took her a long time. I mean, when did Old Town Road come out? Do you guys remember? It came out. This is the 13th. This is the 12th week it's on billboards, which means like mm. it came out, I want to say last year. I want to say last year, like late last year, late, late, late last year. Because what was the duration between Bodak Yellow and Cardi's first album? I mean, Shit. it was like it was, over a year, right? Was, yeah, she has been rapping for a while. Which was yeah. really was smart and strategic, and it's like maybe that's the move, and maybe coming out with the little EP is not, you know? Especially when you have a song that's already still very prominent, so this is—it's going to be interesting to watch where he goes. I'm really Pitchfork interested. ripped the EP. I was like, God damn! I love the writer too. I found yeah, yeah. I, I think like, it was. Shit. I loved reading the article because I thought I personally thought it was like really fun to read the way he wrote it. But I just didn't agree because I'm gonna just say it right now. I don't know if it's like my age showing or something, but I really want Lil Nas X to do well. I, mean, I too. really do. Like, I, I don't see why people are like, oh, he's gonna fall off. Like. And I wanted a decent song in the EP, but Panini is good. I'm telling you, gonna hear it at a party and be like, "Oh, okay." You gonna dance to it and you are gonna be like, "Holy shit, that's that's the song." This is song I didn't like. It was like Old Town Road. This is a podcast, but I'm doing this like high hand thingy. <laughs> Old Town Road, um, Panini. Um, my, my hand is lowered a little bit more. And then, like, everybody <laughs> else have family, and it's like, what are you doing, man? Yeah, you know. Uh, I was surprised that um, the Drake two pack. I thought I was. I listened to both of it. I was like, "This is really cool. This is nothing like the other two pack from from last right, year." Right. Yeah. I feel like Loki. Nobody. Maybe it's just the people I follow or whatever. But like, people haven't been talking about it this week. Like, it already like died down, even though it was such a big. It's moment. still number two on Spotify. Check because I was curious it, about that. What? The one with Rick hmm. Ross. Um, but I, yeah. yeah, I thought this that was, was a better. Yeah, that, that was. I feel like that's like because Rick Ross and him they worked really well together. Mm-hmm. Maybe I was like expecting more because of the. I thought he was going to address the championship more. Yeah. I was waiting for the board man to like get paid. It'll be like a trophies type of thing. the board yeah, man yeah, get paid? It's a layout. Yeah. It seems like he had this plan for a while. So, yeah. but. but he does have one with um, No Guidance with Chris Brown. That song's. Oh, that you, yeah. So that song is great, mm. but just because of the baggage with Chris Brown. Right. Yeah. I think that's why that song isn't as big as it's, right. it is. But that song is just. Objectively great. It's just like <laughs> better than Tupac. Yeah, d- it definitely is. is. Yeah, but I think all people would agree that. And shout out to Nas. She did like a really good remix with it, which and I like just downloaded it to my phone. But yeah, just because of the baggage with Chris Brown, I'm like, I'm not sure people were going to play it. I know for a they're fact they're not letting people, it be as great as like it fact, is. Yeah, I know for a fact people are not going to grab to it, which rightfully so because of the history. Um, I'm look- thing, go ahead. I was just say one thing that's interesting about trap music is that the and and in contrast with like the songs of the summer trap music by kind of definition is like dark Mm -hmm. and ambient and Mm -hmm. they're usually like minor keys and and it's just 
I was trying to think like, how could you make a song of the summer that is trap, which is the prominent genre? It's like, I, I'm really interested to see if someone could come up with that. Cause all the songs of the summer of the past in terms of like the definitive one, it's usually lighthearted. It usually has some aspect of nostalgia um, by, by a sample or just by mm. a general mood or whatever. So I'm trying to think like, how would someone, if you're, if you're deliberately trying to get that song in the summer, and you're in the trap space, which a lot of people are, like, how does that kind of work? Future did perfect I was just yeah, about to say, I would feel like, he's the closest, he's the one that, but I don't think he, like, purposely says songs or something. I think he just makes these trap records, and then, like, people just gravitate yeah. toward it mm. so ferociously that it becomes the song of the summer, quote-unquote. He puts stuff out and then lets the people pick. Like, 56 Nights, a lot of dark and epic stuff, but, like, watch Matt, well, not much, trap, trap niggas. That was undeniable that summer. I remember that. Mm. But it's funny because, like, since then, he had um, Future's Hendrix. Hendrix was um, released, but you th it sounds summery, but it didn't stick. Yeah. Mm. Which is weird. Same thing with The Wizard. You'd think it had bangers, but it still didn't stick. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious to see if, um, where, whether um, Xanax Damage or uh, government, uh, government Officials is going to stick mm -hmm. from Sage. Because those are yeah. really good, but you never know. Yeah. I'm curious about future as an artist, and I don't want to take the conversation somewhere oh, crazy. Please, but please. 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 I, I, that? that could be its own. Yes. Like, like what is like what in your guys' opinion? What is future's status right now? Like what? Because it Who seems like he? yeah. I don't, I don't like. What do you think the perception of him now, generally speaking, is? I think he's. Um, I don't know. I think people may be getting used to his music um, in a sense where that like. He had such a crazy run, like, what was it, 2014, 2015? Like, just, like... Like March Madness era. Warrior, Warrior, Golden State Warriors, like, run. Yeah. Like, this is clearly, like, he's untouchable. And then he got to a point where I knew as soon as we got to that Esco and Future Tape, I was like, okay, this is kind of, this is, this is kind of, I'm like, there's nothing different, you know? Um, like I thought, DS2 was his peak. I was like, "Yo, this yeah, is definitely was. this yeah. is yeah. this is fucking the." I was like, "Yeah, this is easily one of the best albums of the year, top five. This was just perfect." Um, but then you just started to see some decline, or not decline, but just like it was nothing new. But then you got something new with the two projects. With what was it called? Future, uh, man, what was it called? Um, Hendrix and Future. Yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, this is really good, and then. I was like super slimy. I don't know what that was. Uh, yeah, that kind of fell apart, fell away, didn't it? That just felt like um, they was in the studio and they thought it caught a moment and it was just like, nah, probably just two, not, three not songs quite. from it. Beast Mode 2 was cool. Um, oh, I like Beast Mode 2. Yeah. Dodo was fire. And then like Future of Juice World, that was okay at times. It was just became okay for me. And so I feel like people have been saying for years, like, oh, Future sounds the same, sounds the same. And then now, people are, are actually like, okay, wait, maybe they're right. But um, I think his fan base is just way too strong. Like Future Hive is like a real ass thing. 100%. So it, he'll never fall. I don't want to say never, but I, I don't think he's, like he's far from falling because he just has oh, such a loyal 100%. fan base. I'm critical of him, but at, I'm very much a loyalist in the yeah. Future Hive. So whatever he puts out, I'm going to listen. Yeah, even if it sounds the same, I'm gonna listen to and it. And be like, all right, yeah, I got these couple of songs from it and I'm gonna take it from there. I have a question though because I think what's affecting like this um, 
um, the song of the summer debate, um, whether it's either your personal taste or just objectively these songs are just everywhere. It's, um, it, do you think because of streaming and just because like everything is just like, put it up, why not? And then like now it's, it's at least 10 projects every week now, like across the board. Um, and that's like minimum of new music coming out. So that's just give or take, that's like a hundred plus songs every, every Friday. Thursday night, so midnight. So I'm just like, do you think it's because of the output? It's so crazy now, and then as a consumer, it's just too much. Um, because there's definitely projects that came out um, like like a while ago. And I'm just now listening to right, yeah. Um, or do you think it's just music is just isn't that good right now? I think you need that that 10 seconds worth of magic. Like with Mo Bamba, you have like that the um, production cutting out and just like. It's like rest cursing out and mm-hmm. it comes to hit Bobby Schmurder, the hat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you need just need that couple checks of magic. And it's like, it's not enough to make a good song anymore. It just needs to hit the right way at the right time. Mm-hmm. It's a sense of timing. Mm. Yeah. Um, I think that like you could still like streaming has been this way and it's always been like, oh my God, there's so much music, so much music, but there's still hits like Old Town Road and like you're mm. still able to have that it moment regardless of all this content being pushed out. So like I think it doesn't impact it because you could still have that song of the summer. You just have to make it the song of the summer. Mm. Yeah, for, I guess for me, it like maybe goes back to the whole trap thing that I was thinking about. Like, I feel like we're getting to the point with trap music specifically and that aesthetic it is becoming so formulaic that it's so easy to put out those songs. But then I was thinking, like, how would you differentiate yourself within that sound? And I think that goes back to what you're saying is that just that magic, that unpredictable magic of someone just gets it you know because if you take if you remove the artist the 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 rapper from the or the singer from a trap beat they're all kind of working in the same aesthetic like right. you, it's very hard to tell a lot of them apart sometimes so i think that might fuel it that's kind of where i am in terms of just how i listen to music it just i love some songs in the trap aesthetic but a lot of them just wash together to me yeah. and, and it's hard to stick out and i think because it's so popular now that you're seeing even more of that saturation. Well, I think what's cool is like the one or two artists that like really, you have the hot girl summer. And there's a whole, like um, Megan Thee Stallion and- um, Yeah, Cash is definitely. And City goes just fucked yeah. on started a whole movement. Yeah. So even though, like Cash it, like I'm thinking like, it, you have the baby doing his thing in the back, in the back. Yeah. Um, and like I've been in denial hook. I remember I have a girl and he's, she's like, yo, it's about to be a cocktail summer for me. I'm like, you got a man, you got to chill, you know? <laughs> it's not about being single, though. <laughs> Real hockey. No, but I was about to say. Um, no, I'm just saying it's like really cool. It's like when I think about songs of summer, it's like those are like, those are just like the one, two couple of ones that um, we started movement this summer. Yeah. And it's interesting to see how it's going to develop. Yeah. You know? What do you, you think Lizzo has a chance to break through? I I feel I'm, like she's on the rise yeah, pretty yeah, hard right I really, I think Juice, I really love Juice. I'm like, yo, this song is really, really fun. And it's a personal favorite for mine. I, w- I think it needs to be played on the radio more and to, to like to, to get that grasp. But I think that song is fantastic. Like I play it like in multiple group settings, in multiple settings, people be like, oh shit, what's, what song is that? Mm-hmm. And, it was like, and I think she is having a moment, especially now with the BT Wars when Brianna yeah, right. was applauding her. I was like, oh man, they don't fucking use this moment and just like share that everywhere. Like, this is it, like this is super dope. And it's um it's cool because she took, I don't want to say a hit, but it was the, that whole 
pitchfork shit. The mm. review. Yeah, review thing that happened before yeah. during, early in the year when just like she was just like, if you don't not a musician or whatever, you shouldn't be judging music. It's like, damn. She said it all caps. I'm not familiar with what happened. So her um, her album came out and um, pitchfork did a review and they didn't shred it. They just I guess it just said like you compare yourself to Aretha Franklin, but you're not there yet. Essentially, mm. the writer um, I totally forgot her name. Well, but, we yeah, she's an amazing writer, and so it's like a fair criticism, and so. For a, uh, like a second, you can definitely tell Lizzo probably read it and was like heated, or just the, the score was heated and was like, yo, if you're not a musician, you shouldn't be um, reviewing music. And it was like, damn, like, come on, don't, why'd you do that? We were all rooting for you. But I think she, re like, she played it off okay and then she rebounded now and like just let the music speak for itself and it's, she's, and it's working. So I, to end the statement, like, yeah, I think she has a shot yeah. to, um, to be a really good summer. I honestly think um, she took a hit with that amongst like media people. Yeah. But like everybody else, they don't care because like they don't write reviews anyway, yeah, so. They probably agree with her. Yeah, like Twitter me, really, I was yeah. like, damn. <laughs> but, but everybody else like doesn't even know what happens. You so know that's like, a good point. That's a good point. It's probably like just like people in the writers are like, oh man, what sucks? And then everybody else is like, yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> like you're right. They don't even know what it's like. Like. Uh, I think the thing about Lizzo, her music is a bit too positive, isn't it? When you think about um, Song of the Summer, it's like evangelistic. Like, you mean I gotta put, it's? Too, did you say it's too positive? Yeah, and the sense is like when you think about um, other songs, like I gotta put, I gotta put my neck, on, I gotta put my phone on these next these bitches. Yeah, pretty much, you know. But Lizzo's mm -hmm. like we all this together. But then, but God's, but in God's plans though is like. I thought the positive. song of the summer but, is supposed to be positive, fun. We're gonna go out today, like. Yeah, I don't know. Positivity, like, put your neck on people. <laughs> Which is exactly <laughs> what I was waiting to slide back in there when you were talking about it's a song somebody needs like a social moment. In my perspective, like what I'm seeing is like all of my timeline every day, it's Meg the Stallion. So, mm. like, yeah. And Cash, I'm, I'm glad like you brought that up. Like, I thought, I think she's having like basically what you just said, like a moment, not like, oh, this is, she only has one song, but like she has like a whole movement coming on. I think mm. her as an artist is having, it's the song of the summer. Yeah. Like, she's, yeah, that's what I'm trying to, yeah. yeah. She's everywhere. And it's rightfully so because Fever is like, one of the best projects for yeah, one of the most one of the, uh, a fun project that I listen to. I'm gonna write off some some songs that like I see. Shout out to Rap Caviar, Carl Cherry, uh, Max, The London by Young Thug. Jake. I thought I thought that was gonna be it. I don't know what's hopefully it keep them going. I love love Lil Tecca, uh, Ransom. Ransom. I yeah. think I love love that song. I just interviewed him for Billboard, and he has like. Literally, like, what? what is he now? I think he's number 60-something on the Hot 100. Mm -hmm. And he comes in. I'm like, oh, so how do you feel about it? He's like, I, I guess it's cool. Like, he's so <laughs> nonchalant about it. I don't think he realizes how big it is because it's out of the whole country. But, yeah, it's like it hasn't hit him yet. And he's just like a kid just enjoying it's New York. it. It's just so crazy. It's like a different energy. I think probably the closest thing to maybe the song of summer is Suge by the baby. Now that I think about it, that's Suge just Sunday night, obje yeah. that's, that's objectively just like you hear that. And you're like, oh, this is dope. Uh, I think Megatron has a shot. I don't know. I don't think it stuck as much as people thought it would. When you yeah. heard the little snippet, you're like, oh my God, this is it. This is going to be at every single fucking party. Yeah. That's a predictable snippet. I'd rather play the snippet in full yeah. rather than that. The little piece line, you know? Yeah, I know, but like, I don't know. I personally liked it, but as I like threw it in the group chats and stuff, like people were like, oh, this is it? Like, what? But I don't know. I personally. I think my personal favorite um, is probably Tyler Earthquake. Like, yeah, that's no, that's right. yeah. earthquake to I know, like that one, two. I yeah. think that's mm. to me, like, that 
two songs and a transition to like, I was like, yeah, that's my favorite everything yep. right now of the year, music of the year. I like how it's wide open enough that this is the year you could just survive say, like, like Tallahassee's Tongue of the Summer over TJ Khaled. That's, that's yeah. bizarre to think about yeah. two years ago. Yeah, yeah. Look at life. Okay, so I think we're still waiting for the song of summer. Can I, I just slip one yeah, more yeah. Oh, please. in there? No, so okay. if, you got, if you got songs you like, please. Um, so I came here with an agenda today. I, I don't know why it has taken <laughs> me 30 minutes to say this, but I don't know if you guys have listened to in, like um, the YG album because I know a bunch of shit was yeah. going on that week when it came out. There's a song on there called Do Your Dance with yeah, RJ, with, Mitch, yes, with Kamaya. Ty the Dollar Sign, and Kamaya. Yeah, and it is everything that a summer song should be yes. and then i posted on my story like guys like why aren't we talking about this about yes. the song of summer and then every everybody replied um because i have a lot of friends from la they're like regina it is a song of summer you're just on the east coast yes yeah. totally so great. that song if you haven't heard it please listen to it do your dance by yg i think it deserves like that i think that would be my after everything else that i've said i know i've said a lot but like that would be my pick for i want this to be the song of summer Crazy because like I'm a huge Dom Kennedy fan, and then my the thing with Dom Kennedy, he always comes out in the summer uh, <laughs> when we were going out. I Kamaya, I think could be and should be the new Dom Kennedy of this era. Where like she has the perfect sound, voice, everything. That's just like let's just go outside and let's just let's just hang. Yeah. And so I'm like I love love that song. So, it's so um, fire. It's so good. Like, I want to. I want it to be like played more. Like I know it's gonna hit if like people play at like the cookouts and like all that. But hopefully it gets bigger in the East Coast. Okay, so now the second half of the show, I want to discuss um, the albums we think of are the uh, are the best so far. 2019 has been like a really pretty good year for out for music. Whereas we're getting like a lot of new music from a. Uh, a lot of different varieties of artists, whether it's hip hop, whether that's indie, whether that's R&B, um, chill wave, everything. So it's like a, we got a plethora of sounds, and so I just like wanted to get your wanted to get your opinions on like what are the albums that what are your favorite albums of the year so far, and um, yeah, what do you think is going to be on everybody end of the year list, and who do you who do you also expecting? I have to cycle through it because a lot of the albums I expect to be like the top picks kind of like let me down i remember i, I remember listening to um flying list for magra mm. it was like it was because flying list always has like a concept yeah. to his albums but this one didn't really come across because it was like too many voices mm. um school q has bangers on crash talk but like as a concept like it kind of falls apart you just have to pick up three, three or four songs what do you mean as a concept it falls apart because it was like you you remember, you were in blank face like it, it had it has a storyline um it has a little like bs hits um, attempt there and there, but it was a it was an engrossing list. And you could live inside it. Whereas Crash Talk is like you, it's, it's a sorted mix. Mm. It kind of felt like, which is not used to it for the TDE release. I, thought, I love that album. Yeah, I thought like once I understood the concept, I it, for me it was more telling. Like I think it's fragmented for a, a reason. That's why you hear. I think it's Kendrick come in, crash mm. talk, take whatever. Mm. Like oh. if and if you notice, every time he says that, he tries to go back into his like typical um, subject matter that people mm. know him for. But because all of the deaths that he's has experienced through his close friends and family over the last couple of years, he's not able to get in that bag. And that's when you see after that initial like, here's me attempting to get back it there. Like every song after that is like expressing his hurt and stuff. So once I, like I didn't get that on the first couple of listens, but once I kind of saw it that way, it helped me wrap my mind around what he it's was trying to take, do. Yeah. But, Ooh, that's very interesting. 
for me for me it's igor like hands down that it's been mm-hmm. my most listened to most impressed most everything so far uh this year it's just um to me it's kind of you know i, I actually doing flower boy right now in my current season of dissect mm. and part of me picking flower boy kind of early i feel like for tyler like you know i've done kanye west i've done kendrick lamar and picking tyler seems like the odd one out of that group it's not the obvious choice and me picking flower boy was trying to elevate him not me personally but just like helping to elevate him into this next kind of rung of artists and hearing igor and him continuing that progression i felt like he really established on flower boy was like just really really exciting for me and i feel like he really really crystallized the sound that he's been searching for ever since mm. goblin like yes you can hear him chasing that sound yes for the last 10 years yeah and mm. he was just so young and and yeah. inexperienced and i feel like the vision was so big it was almost beyond him and i feel like igor really put it all together for me i remember listening to it the first time and i remember thinking like hey this feels like a launch influence then he like confirmed it i think mm. it was on twitter and it's yeah. or whatever because like I think like Tyler had his critical breakthrough last album, Solange 2 and Blood Orange. And the next album you see the song sort of like sort of like get interconnected. You don't have like that immediate hit. You kinda of have to sift through it. Mm-hmm. Except Earthquake. Earthquake is like fire thing, but like there's an album they bleed into bleed together. It's something you have to like rest with in full. Yeah. So totally. when I get home, you have to live inside that space. Yeah. Blood Orange is last album too. So it's just to see that albums that kind of like react to critical acclaim that way. Like instead of like having like, I'm gonna make this big bang or this big bang, we're gonna have something like more interwoven. Yeah. It's know? like an actual album, you know, mm-hmm. where everything's getting so splintered because of the way we consume music now. People still creating albums, I feel like yeah. should be applauded. 100%. Solange, like yeah. It's a great example of like, you can't just put on a song from that album, especially the new one. It's just, yeah, you have to, that's the world that you live in. You know, it's not something you just cherry pick from, so. I think it's crazy you say that because Tyler's album came out the same um, week as DJ Khaled's album. Mm. And I think DJ Khaled's album didn't stick as well as we thought. Complete opposite. Because it was just a bunch of hits. Whereas (laughs) you just just said Tyler's album was like the art of making a complete album. That's why people are elevating that. And then DJ Khaled's were all like saying like, I don't know. Like it's not. Yeah. Which it was crazy to me, the the reception that Igor got. I thought people would not like it because it's so Mm. aesthetically different. But Tyler did too. Yeah. Yeah. He kept kept saying like 50 times. I cannot believe you guys like this album it was so like cute to see yeah i just think we all were like just anticipating not we didn't anticipate the sound but we're just like there's something he's going to because like tyler reminds me of like travis when travis came out you can see you can early you can hear an outfair like yo there's something happening here Mm. but he's working through it and then the whole drift whole thing about him was like i remember desmond put out this scathing article and it was just like yes. he's just a um this is the one of the work one of the craziest articles ever seen like he's a knockoff cutty and kind of yeah. yeah i remember and they and Travis. i remember and i just remember telling friends like yo give him a minute. What time yeah. period was this? Like this was this was literally I want to say when he first started popping up. Al Faro happened. Al Faro was already out, and this he was already working on days before Rodeo. What was the second project after that, or the mixtape? It was between. I think it was days before Rodeo. Was it, was, it? it was between days before Rodeo and Al Faro, or the Al Faro and whatever project oh, so super right early. after that. Yeah, yeah. super okay. early. And my friends were like, "Yo, this is kind of true." I was like, "Give him a second. And now look at yeah. look at and him now. And then you see them working towards a sound. So when mm. I 
you see Tyler, you can hear Tyler like, okay, this is really cool. Definitely sees influenced by, by Pharrell. But you see like he's coming into his own and Igor was just like, wow. Like, yes. Mm -hmm. like, That's what you want yeah. to happen to an artist, like the growth. Like he grew so much since like the whole like high school, like crew, like oh, like yeah. Odd Future or whatever. And now look at him, it's like, you, you're so like happy for him that he really found that. Yeah, Igor to me is, Clear cut, the best album of the year. It was really? just, yeah, for me, it's. Yeah, I, I, I had like, such a hard time picking because there's so many. I was looking through like a list and I was like, oh my God. Uh, to me, I'm just like, that's the album I go to back. I listen to all the, like, just go, like, I just, I can't get enough of the album because yeah. you mm -hmm. just hear something new, find something new. Like, I didn't even realize Michael Carmichael was on, like, you just be like, oh fuck, that's yeah. him talking <laughs> yeah, about. Yeah. And it's just like, damn, good job, good job, Tyler. I really enjoyed. Another concept album, um, Go Links. Oh, uh, yes, yes. That album, I think, was like, I think that's a really, really, really great album just because, like, he really, and talking, when he talked to me, he talked about, like, he lived outside of the country and just, like, you know, mm -hmm. was pretty, essentially a nomad and just, like, I'm going to UK and I'm living over here and kind of just bringing all these different cultures together within the black um, diaspora and and not use the word but and make it and made it a complete body of work and it's definitely something that i'm like yeah i'm just probably gonna be in my rotation for all year and in the perfect world zoos queens would be song of the summer mm -hmm. like, it, it has a very cool afro aesthetic to it and like you have a little bit um but I think it was an Afrofuturistic element to it, especially coming after his big other big hit um crew that yeah. title that drew me in. And it's like it's a physically moving song. Yeah. And you know what's crazy? That's I think probably my favorite song off the album was the song with Tyler, which yeah. is um you you say. And I was like, Yeah, this song is a fucking hit. Um uh, but yeah, that's one of the ones. I think other stuff that's like really random for me and that's in up there, um Toro Ima. Uh I've totally butchered that, but Hey, that's outer pieces up there for me. Solange is up there for me. Uh, you know what's crazy? Flying Lotus. I actually enjoyed it, and I hear what you're saying about it's not being a concept. But I was like, I really, really enjoyed just like playing it and letting it go. Um, Jim Jones, El Capo. I'm just going. That's album. I've been steeping on that. I've been steeping on that. <laughs> I, I got to really get around. Good. I haven't listened yet. I love Jim Jones, and so last year he came out with a really good album, and I was like, oh fuck, this album is really, really good. <laughs> Jim Jones to me, this sound may sound crazy. Mm. Nah, this probably is crazy. <laughs> um, if you stack up Jim Jones' discography with Cam, I think it could be an interesting conversation, really spicy, with who has the best overall discography. Yeah. I don't disagree. I don't disagree. I have to see his discography, but like I could see that. Because initially it feels fucking sacrilegious to say that. Because mm -hmm. I don't when think I'm so. like home, when you said that, I was like, okay, yeah, like <laughs> when I come home when I come home is such like he Kim has like monster albums. But then Jim for me, poem is like Oh my God! The album is like change change everything for me. And then just longevity, like Jim Jones have been putting out bodies of work that has been like really great. It's not longer no longer the sound quote unquote of right, what's right. happening, mm. but it's been like solid. Um, Can I talk about? Um, so my pick would be. I just need to say this right now. I'm a Dreamville stand. Oh, okay. Like I just, but even if I wasn't, I would be saying that um, Shea Butter Baby by yeah. Ari Lennox yeah. is one of yeah, the yeah. best 
R&B albums that we've heard in a while. Not even just, oh, from a woman. Like, I just think objectively, like, she killed it and um, she has the talent to back it up. Yeah, and, like, totally. this whole moment that Dreamville is having, like, I wish podcast had come like after revenge of the dreamers 3 came out because i would probably just spent the whole hour talking about that <laughs> but um mm. yeah so i really enjoyed shea butter baby yeah shea butter is really really good let me pick out one guy i feel like i've been really being really negative yeah um <laughs> i guess for me it'd be billy woods and going underground um billy woods and kenny siegel's um yeah. hiding places because yeah. like I realized this when I was um I was walking I was at um Anderson Park's concert but it was at um, Madison Square Garden and Earl Sweatshirt was opening mm. and for a while I couldn't put a finger on why do I like Earl Sweatshirt's music but like I listened to it it's like it has this very physical element the way he raps like these words could skate over you you mm. know it's like you taking a shower in like Earl's verses you know and I get that same sense of having places it's like mm. very like gripping like you fighting the album you mm. know like I think um it was this band called Show Me the Body that was one of the um yeah. the men had a quote if i see if i i know music is good it's like if you want to fight it or fuck it mm -hmm. and i want to fight hiding places because mm -hmm. like it feels so it feels so something you could see so and i don't really get that from most of the album that came up this year another standout for me was james blake assume form yes yes i've been listening that still i think it came out in february or january yeah. but yeah. that for me was it's beautiful it, the yeah. whole thing is just gorgeous and mm. i saw him live at the fox theater in oakland and his voice was like immaculate like yeah. angelic like it was such insane. a yes like a spot on it was, really, yeah it was really crazy <laughs> um but that which is, i don't know are you guys familiar with that enough to like kind of oh, speak on it yeah, because yeah, yeah. i'm curious to know if other people are still listening to it even totally like yeah. i love james blake and like you go to a show and just you leave you feel like a better person just like yeah okay this is well worth the investment the, like yeah uh, i thought i think was a pitchfork that knocked it because it was too positive i want yeah which i yeah. thought was i don't get that i didn't get it either <laughs> like it's all about love and like he's clearly in love and yeah I, if you compare it to his prior work, I mean, it's his prior work was definitely not positive at yeah. all. It's, it's kind of nice, refreshing to have an album that is just celebrating love. I thought that was really, really great. Yeah. So you out here finding love, James Blake? Hell's yeah. wrong with you? <laughs> um, you got music to make. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know what's, what's crazy? Because I, my friend was talking about, it's. I don't know why, but it's weird to hear positive music now when everything is just so depressed or just, you know, dark. I'm just like... I'm just also thinking like, damn, why is it down being, it's like in, this may sound horrible, but I'm just mm -hmm. like, it's okay to like, like I remember Tyler of Flyboy and people were like legit mad at him and they were like, it's like, yo, I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't have to explain that I'm happy. I'm happy. So I'm going to make happy music. Um, so yeah, also James Blake, I'll come too. One of my oh, favorite yeah, songs yeah. of the year. Yeah. yeah. Listen to that. I feel like it's hard to like make a positive a good positive because it feels so alien to most of us, you yeah. know? I think that's the one reason why Boracela hit because, like, it very, it's a struggle. I think because of the news. It's just yeah, like, yeah. God, everything's on the news is just negative. You're like, why are you happy? Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, The yeah. world's like, burning. And you know they're, like, from a, <laughs> come from a distant spot that, like, it doesn't affect them. Like, you're very um, aware of that, you know? So, like, when you hear an artist, it's like, hey, I was where you we were at. And it's like, oh. And, I hear, and like, they tell you, like, oh, you could be this. That works, but you have to do it well. So, mm -hmm. so it's not like this weird Horatio August story that's like very unattainable, you know? Uh, I, oh, Boogie, before I forget, Boogie's Everything for Sale. Mm -hmm. That's um, it's good. That's one of my favorite of the years also. I'm, just, I'm happy for him because at first, I'm just like, man, I'm not sure what's going to happen because this mm -hmm. whole shady thing looks just, 
I don't know. I was like, is this is this, is this the mess? Mm-hmm. It's going to mess him up. And he put out his best project that he ever put out. I really, really like that I album. Really, I don't know if this is going to make sense, but when I was scrolling through like what albums came out this year, and then I was like, oh, wait, Bogey literally came out. What was it, like January? January. So I came forgot it came out this year. Yeah. Like I remember thinking, like I love that album, and it was great. Like It was his best body work so far. And my favorite song is... Live ninety five, live ninety five, mm-hmm. but um, it just it didn't stick for me. Like I don't replay it. I love that. I, like, I go back. I think it was such a good album, but I just don't replay it. If that makes sense. But I I agree. Like I really love that album as well. Uh, slow tie. I I'm gotten to that like uh, when it came out, and that's one of my favorites of the year. That and Dave as ours. It's like stuff coming out of different out of the U S. Outside mm-hmm. of the U S. Those two are like standouts. I think Dave's psychodramas. Um, one of probably one of the most going to be at the end of the day one of the most important rap albums to come out of there when it's like look back in time like it was i didn't know how big of a deal it was when that his album went number one in the uk and so mm-hmm. like um some of my friends came over it's like yo that doesn't happen I, I need you to understand like rap albums are in the uk are like the bottom on mm-hmm. this list like the fact that that's happened shows like a change of time and also shows that like yeah david someone that's probably going to be a superstar mm. and i was like you know psychodrama is really really good happy for him and um anyway i'm just doing what any of you think about father the bride you know i honestly just started getting that a couple of weeks ago it's good it's really good but my, all my friends are like yeah that's probably one of the best of one of the best of years as well so i'm just like i gotta sit through it eh. yeah i'm, I'm People keep telling me to listen to it. I yeah. just haven't put the time in because I really want to actually listen when I when I listen to it. But yeah. yeah, I've heard good things about it. I keep listening to it, but I just never could get into it. I miss the scope when it comes to Vampire Weekend album. And I feel like this one's very narrow for like an album of this length. So mm-hmm. I kind of just get tuned out. Yeah. You know what I got into? I'm, start, I'm trying to, I got into um, Big Thief, They're the album they put out this year. That was, that's fantastic. Yeah, that album yeah. was really good. I was like, oh shit, this album was like really, really good. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, this album is really good. Yeah, I just, was like, oh shit, this album is really good. Yeah, <laughs> like, you listen to it, like, we probably all get like recommendations from people like, hey, check this out, check this out. Yeah. You may like this just because it just comes with being in the music industry. And then sometimes you're like, ah, oh, man, why? I'm like, all right, let me just. Three people re- recommended this to me. Let me just check it out. So I was like, oh, this is cool. And I listened to it. Uh, randomly again, I was like, "Oh, this album is it's really, really good." I'm like, "Okay." Was this, it an emotional listen? It was just, it was just like stirring. I don't know, like it just felt like when I used to listen to like bands when I was a kid. It was just like the be- reason why I loved it because it would just evoke emotion out of me. Like whether it's happy, sad, I could just it just makes you feel something. And I feel like that album was just like I'm listening to. It, I'm just like, man, it's gonna be like theme music of just like. The week, like you just go through the week, and it's a song that can like fit. I, th- I feel like for me, like it's something I have to get physically ready for. So those was an album. Let's say I didn't get physically ready to listen to Twitter Butterfly. Mm-hmm. I get physically ready to get listen to Kid A. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember I was, was listening to it. Um, I think it was the weekend. Um, when ACS came out, mm-hmm. but you seen when ACS, you can't watch that and then listen to another like, <laughs> that type of album. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I'll I'll get around to it. I'll get around to Big Thief. Uh, surprise! I really like Emotional Oranges. That one was like really good. I was like, oh, this is really cool. I want, I want to see what this go. Oh, oh, Maxo, little big man. That this is cat from, um, I think he's from the West Coast. Uh, I got, I heard a song of his on YouTube, and I was like, oh, this is really dope. Let me just check. I check him later when he get his album out, and I heard the album, and I was like, yo, 
this dude's actually really good. Like, and it's like, um, just very thought-provoking. He's an amazing storyteller. And I'm just like, yeah, I really enjoy this album. And Ariana Grande. Um, Ooh, I just saw her in Philly, was it two days ago? She has like a God-given talent. It, the show was so long and she sounds exactly the same throughout. And she's hitting like the highest of the highest notes, like physically possible. And like no voice cracks, no nothing. Like she's like incredible. So yeah. I'm never running to pop albums. Like, let me look up this Alyssa. I'm all just like, whatever singles out, I'm cool with it. But listen to it just like on a random Sunday. And I was like, oh shit, this is actually really, really good. I did not a single weak song on there. Like I, I was hating on Seven Wings when it came out, but in the in the concept of the album, like, you you could stomach it. Yeah, you could stomach it. You know, I don't think it's like super pop, so like it does hit. Yeah, like, it's it's definitely like yeah. lean towards R and B. So it's just like yeah. it was interesting. I was just like, yeah, I just I could put this on. Sticking with the kind of pop vein, what did you guys think about Billie Eilish? Do you guys listen to her? I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, there's definitely some songs where I'm just like, yeah, I'm just probably too old to write to the game. <laughs> yeah. so, so there's definitely moments where just like, I see what this, I see the enjoyment of this, but I probably won't put it on. But I think, without a doubt, she's a bona fide superstar. Yeah. Just for the fact, just just like, just looking and just seeing how she's talking, I'm like, oh yeah, she's wildly talented. Mm-hmm. It's just some things where it's like, oh yeah, I'm just a stick for me. I listen to it a lot, partly because my four-year-old daughter really likes it, too. (laughs) You know, it serves us both. But more than the album, I'm just so uh, fascinated where she's going to take music. I feel like she's like... She's so young. Yeah, she's 17, and she's like synthesizing so many things just naturally. And I feel like she's going to be a leader of the pack in terms of where just the aesthetic of pop music goes. Yeah, Yeah, I totally agree. I think... Yeah, I just think she's like as a, her as an artist. I just as a person, I'm just like fascinated by her. Yep. I'm just like mm. she's just scratching the surface because this can go so much bigger. Yeah, and I think she's well, she's definitely gonna be the the face of it all. And I'm just like, could this be Britney Spears big? Could this be can mm. can anything be that big? Yeah. Uh, could this because she's you know, already so big. Does and she want to like, be Britney Spears big? Yeah, because she's already like don't call me the face of pop, the yeah. new face of yeah, pop. Yeah. Like, she's just like, yeah, don't call me that. And I like that, and I love her personality, but this, like, like I wonder how humongous can she go. Yeah. That, that, um, that guy, I think, is number two in the country so far. Yeah. yeah. And number one, Old Town Road. <laughs> Yay. Thanks for that record. Um, have you guys heard of Lucky Day? Yes. He, yes. I don't know if it was an album or an EP, but um, Painted. Yeah. Oh, my album. God. One of my favorite singers out right now. Yeah, I think Lucky Day definitely going like, to be a superstar. Do you listen to Lucky Day? Because no, um, no. he and Anderson Pac is like one of my favorite artists, so I would not just like lightly be saying this, but he has like a Frank Ocean esque voice, but like the the funk and like the grooviness of Anderson Pac. So I feel like he would like. All right, him. I'll check it out for sure. He's really he's really really good. Like mm-hmm. I love um, Karma. Yeah, when I heard Karma, I was like, oh. Sample. I was like, the second EP, I was like, yeah, this is good. Mm-hmm. Two albums that I think are like. Well, I guess we talked about this. we talked about uh, Megan, but two other albums I think is like really really fun, and I really really enjoyed the Baby Baby on Baby and mm. Young Nudy Pierre Bourne mm. album. I was like both those albums listened to in heavy rotation. Me too. Um, Me too. Pierre Bourne cannot miss. He, he hasn't missed for a while. He's really, really good. And yeah. then, like, t- like that nudie Pierre, they're like, Pierre got nudie to make, like, records. Like, I'm so... Once they put out 
uh, Pissy Pamper, Kid Cudi mm -hmm. on iTunes. Like that was the song that's gonna, that was going to take Nudie to the next to be a superstar. Mm -hmm. And it's so crazy because like, even without that, that project is like still Here's fire. Like, I got you. Nudie's about to blow the fuck up. Yes. Not just because of the freshman cover, but like just like he's about to like take off. He, I mean, I know he's like big already, but like he, his moment is coming. And Pierre is um, the music industry's best A and R, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I totally forgot about Rico Nasty and Kenny Beats. That was really, I really enjoyed yes, that. It was. And they threw that together within like a few days. Yeah. But their chemistry is just crazy. So mm -hmm. Kenny Beats is having like a really, really good year. It's really interesting to hear the type of sounds he's making. And it's like, all right, this guy, it's crazy talented. It's like, like it sounds like a horror movie with like coated with sugar each time. Like I remember um, Vince Staples outside has that same weird like, that key line, and you just like hop into the bass line, and it, it does that each, each, again and again in Rico's Nasty record. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm very pro Kenny Beats and Rico Nasty. Yeah. Uh, what else? Oh, I, I thoroughly enjoyed, enjoyed Denzel Curry's yeah. album. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I enjoyed it because I love Denzel because like he's so Florida, but like this project was like peak Denzel, peak Florida, peak like rap, just everything that's great about him was like captured on this album. And I'm like, I love, love that project. Um, I love it when they like have a very local viewpoint, but it never feels esoteric. Exactly. You know, exactly. Solange does that really well. And I feel Denzel Curry does that well too. Have you guys listened to the SOB, XRB? Cause I, I remember thinking to myself, I wanted new music from them, but so I don't know how I missed this, but like, did you guys listen to this album yeah, or the was it good? good or? The album's good. Like I think I think Compass got it like what forty eight. Oh okay. Like the album's okay. definitely like a, that SLB RBE. They, they don't do bad projects. Um, oh, Gun and Drown, Drip and Drown Two was cool. It was pretty good, yeah. But I think my favorite, I think without doubt, my favorite's Igor. I think that's kind of that's where I'm at with that. Then Solange probably right there. Um, and then after that, it's just like it's a bit murky. It's like Boogie, Ari Lennox. Coffee, I'm all, I love that EP, and then yeah, it's just like it's just murky after that. What What are you guys looking forward to? Revenge of the Dreamers three. Yeah. It's gonna be all over your timeline. You heard it here first. Yeah, I think Revenge of the Dreamers. Oh, oh my gosh! Can I just mention my favorite rapper right now? Not of like all time, but right now is YBN Corday. Mm -hmm. I think he's like one the best out of like the younger rappers, and he's um dropping his debut next month. So I'm yeah. I've been talking so much about how he's the next big thing. So if this flops, people are gonna just. <laughs> but it's not gonna flop. I believe in you, Corday. I believe in you. But like, so I'm excited for those two. It's so interesting because of him because because he's a he's a, a rapper rapper. Like he can he's one of the best young rappers. I like lyric that's lyric wise. That's, I've seen in a minute. But he's making these records that are so fun. Like the whole girls girls girls. Um, Locationship. Tribute, yeah, locationship. I was like. Wow, like okay, and he then, appreciates hip hop and like he studied hip hop. It, yeah. Oh, Polo G. Sorry. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yes. Polo G. Yes. That project. Oh yeah. Man. How did I forget that? That project is phenomenal. That yeah, he's making fantastic music. Bless him. Oh, right. Yes. I heard that project and I just I just clapped. I was just like, <laughs> yes, well good job. Done. Album I'm looking forward to. Hopefully Rihanna is out with a project. So I want to look forward to Revenge of the Dreamers, Steve, but it's like, it's so hyped that I feel like I can't like, oh, right? you think so? You know? The training I was camp, thinking that. The, the promo for the training camp was amazing. I was it's like, too, oh, killed it. Like, nah, they're going to kill it. Nah, they're going to live too, too many voices. I feel like it's about to be a super team like the 
Oh four or five Lakers. But like the two, oh I should. Oh no, actually they're not song of the summer. But um, the Down Bad and the the other song with Ty Dolla Sign. The the two that they dropped from it. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought those hit. Like yeah, I thought they really were strong. like really good. So really I'm, I'm like looking very forward to that. Shit, I'm not trying to think. I'm really blacking out. Like Maxo yeah. Cream's Brandon. Oh <laughs> yeah, Maxo Cream. That's yeah. good. When that drops, you heard it here first. That's when that be- drops, it, well, it drops this week. What I'm doing? Not is it? Does it drop this week? No, I feel like I can't. Can't. Does it, it drops very soon? I want to say sometime in July, maybe. I don't know. I hope. Every time I mean, somebody asks that, I forget everything. No, it drops that, like, July. I got like a. A little under a month to get ready for Brandon Banks. Looking it's forward so to, I think Frank Ocean's due. Um, I think so. And mm. He always releases in July, so. Uh, you said who? Frank Ocean. Oh, you think he's gonna release new music? It's been three years, so. I, it's been, been three, three years, years since yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it hasn't. Wow. Yeah. yeah, three years. Yeah, yeah you're right, you're right. Feels like, feels like something's coming. Feels about right. I'm hoping Jamie XX put out, because it's been like, a long mm. time as well and i was listening to good times i was like oh, no. yeah. what a beautiful now summer that, that is was. a song the of the song summer of, the yeah. song of every summer um of course freddie gibbs and mad lib oh, yeah. uh, yes yeah, 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 yeah. once that's dropped it's just like yeah, yeah I'm, I'm spending a full day yeah, with this for sure. <laughs> um i want to say that's it i don't know i feel like we're, we're definitely a lot forgetting shit. like one really Big like one, but whatever. Little Uzi Verts if it comes out. Little yeah. Yeah, he I'm, said he went from like oh it's coming in like two weeks to like I'm not sure when it's coming out. Yeah, so real I'm quick. Hopefully that happens. Out. Yeah, everyone's waiting for Uzi. But he hasn't so. dropped a week song since he's been <laughs> teasing the album, right? So you want it to come out? Like I still go back to shells. That feature verse he gave. Yeah, like what <laughs> was that? Yo, <laughs> like. Well, he was must have been locked in that day. Um, it's like he like he posted a, a a fire Instagram pic, going to the booth, <laughs> com- comes out with like free Uzi, and then like where's the to take? I don't know. It's the most frustrating <laughs> cycle ever. Yeah, he may be the genius, or just this is just a complete mess. All right, I'm trying to think. All right, so th- maybe Kanye, maybe Rihanna. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drake's not coming out this year. Who else is a huge artist that? Beyonce seems maybe do. I don't know. It maybe. seemed like she was gearing up, but then it was just, I guess, yeah. homecoming. It may be just yeah. the homecoming. Like, yeah, that's, that's all y'all got. That's yeah. all I got for me. What about um, the Before I Let Go But Homecoming version? Is that not like a contender for Song of the Summer? Because that's something that's actually being played everywhere that yeah. people are dancing to and that's, stuff. That's up there. But you know what's crazy? I would talk to like people who are older than me and they were like, that's this is kind of, they, li- they appreciate it, but the original version oh, is so what? untouchable. Yeah, you can never. Because the, yeah. the original version is like, even the, the younger generations are used to that too. Yeah. So yeah, got, it's still love. It's not like, oh, what do like, you know about this? It's like, we do know about now, before. I like, like, <laughs> even Beyonce can't take over that song. Yeah. Okay, my right. my okay, DJ right. homie said like, you have to mix it now. You have to start with the, that, yeah. the older. Because people still want then, the original. Yeah. Because okay. yeah, right. you go to older, you do electric slide and then you mix it with the Beyonce version and everybody turns up. So it's like, all right, um, all right. It's like the special delivery mix in um, Lil Wayne's Upwar. Yeah. It's kind of like that. I'm trying I think, to uh, think. Chance the Rapper. Chance, yeah. <gasps> Chance oh, no, he actually yeah. is. Chance it's like confirmed out. coming out. Yeah, Chance definitely yeah. coming out. I feel like Kendrick has been like a couple of years, but I don't think Ooh, he's coming out this Okay, year. so did you guys see the crazy, crazy day in Vegas lineup? Yeah. yeah. Um, so TD 3rd, has like... Yeah. TD has like the whole third day on lock, and I'm oh, thinking wow. they did that because the Kendrick yeah, project is coming due, out. Yeah, because yeah, the damn was been like it's been a few years. years. Yeah. yeah, so I'm like maybe at least a yeah. single. 
Maybe, maybe at least a new single around that time. Something new because he's headlining. Like last, actually, la- literally last night that Kendrick released a new. <laughs> like he didn't tell anyone. He just uploaded it. <laughs> they didn't post about it, and it has like this. It had a black cover, all black cover. And it, it was there's a name that was really good. It was in my dream, obviously. Yeah. It's not the actual album. But anyways, yeah. It was, I, don't know, I, I really want good, that. To, I'm good. Kendrick takes some time because he had like he dropped a, a new project like consecutive years yeah, from consecutive. 2015 2000 and. 18. Yeah. So I'm going to take it to like 2021. I can't wait to 20. I can't wait to 20. I need 20. Uh, I think that's maybe, I'm trying to think new artists that I'm really excited about us dropping. Have you projects. guys heard of um, this Nigerian? He's on the verge of like superstardom, um, Rema. Rema. Yeah. Uh, literally just, was just I'm yeah. about to write about him. Yeah. Rema and Santi are so exciting. And so I'm excited. Santi just put out the, his project. I love I think Rema's going to be really good. Um, I cannot think of anybody else. Whenever Matt Kami drops or whatever project he's about to drop. Who? Matt Kami. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Benny the Butcher. That yes, project yes. is <laughs> Damn. That's probably my favorite. That's probably, if not my favorite rap project, one of my favorite rap projects right now. Like, you know, a okay, rapper... Yeah. And you know a rapper is good when Black Thought comes out his way and it gives you, like, a five verse. <laughs> like, when Black Thought gives you, like, I'm going to give you something hot... And it's like one of the highest in the album. You, you you're doing good. Yeah, I yeah that that project is amazing. Yeah, I love for those guys because like they, they they're from Buffalo and you don't have a lot of Buffalo rappers yeah. that are coming out like at all like on the national scene. So Definitely. like to see them do what they're doing, um, Gazolica, which means um, West Side Gun, Benny the Butcher, and Conway. Like, that's that's really inspiring to watch. Yeah. Um. So I guess to wrap things up, I would say, do anybody want to plug anything? This is the time to plug whatever you want to plug and. Uh. No, I'd say follow me, Broken Rock, B K L Y N underscore Rock. Listen to Dissect on Spotify or wherever you get podcasts. Follow me everywhere, Reggie Nacho, Reggie underscore Nacho. It's just Regina Cho with the underscore in the middle. And Revenge of the Dreamers 3 is going to be the project of the year. Um, all the artists who are listening to this, uh, we probably forgot a lot of things to talk yeah. about, but it's only an hour here. So. Sorry, no, no, no disrespect. I guess you got to put that out there. And yeah, thank you. Thank you guys for coming through. Honestly, this is really, really great. I follow all three of y'all individually and like all their work y'all done. So this is something I'm really happy. Thank y'all for coming out. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, man. Well, that's today's episode of Mike Line. And thanks for tuning in. You can listen to more episodes of Mike Line and everything Hypebeast Radio at hypebeast.com slash radio. Subscribe to Mike Line on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, or wherever you get your podcasts. Feel free to reach out to me on Twitter at ECM underscore LP and follow Hypebeast Music for more original content. Let us know who you like to have on the show, and thank you for listening to Mike Line.